Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing our examination of the book of Daniel in chapter 9. We've taken a little uh, sidebar here, <coughs> probably the best way to describe it, because Jesus actually gives some interpretation in how to handle uh, chapter uh, 9, verses 27 particularly. And so we've seen this in Matthew 24, that Jesus says, When you see the abomination of desolation as spoken of through the prophet Daniel, standing in the holy place. So Jesus actually references that and uses to start explaining what is going to happen. And so we've been uh, reading uh, really the balance of chapter 24 of Matthew because this is Jesus still responding uh, to the questions where he used Daniel as an answer. So I just want us to look at three verses today. Jesus had told them that there was going to be a time of great tribulation that would arise. He said this in verse uh, 21, Matthew 24. And it's a time of great tribulation such as has not occurred since the beginning of the world until now, nor ever will be. He says it's going to be so bad in verse 22 that unless those days have been cut short, no life would have been saved. But for the sake of the elect, those days will be cut short. So what we're seeing is there's going to be a time of tremendous tribulation. And I'll just tell you right now, you see this in the balance of Scripture. People often conflate the great tribulation with the day of the Lord, and they're not the same. The great tribulation is the man of lawlessness pouring forth his wrath upon the Jewish people, Israel, and upon the church, true believers. Okay, The day of the Lord is God pouring forth his wrath upon unbelieving mankind upon the man of lawlessness and all unbelieving mankind. So they're totally different. So what's happening here is that there's a length of time when the enemy will bring forth the great tribulation. The Lord is going to cut that time short. And verse 29 uh, has a phrase right here which often confuses people. Let's just listen to this. Matthew 24, verse 29. Jesus says this, But immediately after the tribulation of those days, and so it sounds like that the tribulation is over. Right. In other words, you had tribulation, then it's over. Because that's the way we use this immediately after the tribulation. That's not exactly what's meant here. And when you look at the balance of Scripture, you see more about the timing. <coughs> the tribulation has started and it's going on. But this is what occurs to actually cut it short. Okay, this is what cuts it short. Now, the thing is, the actual full length of the tribulation period will still be there. It's actually 1,260 days. Time, times, half time. 42 months, three and a half years. Some of this we've already seen in Daniel. But at some point in time in that, it's going to be cut short for those that are experiencing it, particularly the church, particularly true believers. Okay? And he says this, But immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will fall from the sky, and the powers of the heavens will will be shaken. The sun will be darkened, the moon will not give his light, and the stars will fall are all uh, quotes from the Old Testament. So Jesus is quoting the Old Testament and quoting things that have been prophesied about this time. So this is the reason I can sit there and tell you that 
watch for the time when the sun goes dark and the moon doesn't give us light and the stars will fall. In other words, when everything goes dark, verse 30, Matthew 24, listen to this. And then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in the sky. And then all the tribes of the earth will mourn and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of the sky with power and great glory. So Jesus is actually getting back to answering their initial question. Remember, there were four uh, disciples that came to him and said, hey, when are these things going to occur? And what will be the sign of your coming again and of the end of the age? Here he says, the sign of the Son of Man will appear in the sky. So what is the sign of the Son of Man? The sign of the Son of Man is his appearing in the sky, that he is appearing when everything has gone dark, the sun, the moon, the stars. He will appear in the sky. Then all the tribes of the earth, the nations of the earth, those that aren't Jewish and those that are unbelievers, okay? All the tribes of the earth will mourn and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of the sky, an Old Testament reference, with power and great glory. So the sign is that the Son of Man is coming, literally, as other scripture says, rolling back the eastern sky type of thing, okay? Now listen to verse 31, the last one we'll do today. And he, that's Jesus, the Son of Man, and notice it's the Son of Man. Jesus calls himself Son of Man. It's a reference to what we see uh, in Daniel 1, like a Son of Man, and particularly the Jewish leaders would have known what Jesus was saying. He was saying that he is the one that you see in Daniel. Boy, they just set them on edge. So back to verse 31. And he will send forth his angels with a great trumpet, and they will gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of the sky to the other. Now, what is that? Well, again, it's an Old Testament reference right here, great trumpet gathering together. He's gathering together his elect. This is the picture of what we call the rapture, folks. This is when the Lord takes those that are his, the rapture of the church. Now, th these are true believers, whether they be Gentile, whether they be Jews. Okay, The man of lawlessness is going to be attacking Israel as a nation. It's going to be attacking the Jewish people, whether believers or unbelievers. The Jewish people who are believers will be raptured away because they're part of the church. Gentiles who are believers will be raptured away because they're a church. This is when it occurs. But notice it says immediately after the tribulation. People think, particularly out of my background, that the uh, uh, church will be raptured prior to the great tribulation. They say, oh, we've been promised that we won't have to go through that. We won't have to go through the wrath of God. You're right. Revelation 3, verse 10, I think, makes that clear that we do not undergo the wrath of God. But the great tribulation isn't the wrath of God. It's the wrath of the man of lawlessness, the wrath of Satan. That's a big, huge distinction there, folks. And once that becomes clarified, other things fall into place. As a matter of fact, the rapture of the church is what cuts short, okay, at least for those who are raptured, right, the great tribulation. Now, there's a period of time when the enemy keeps pouring things out upon Israel, those that weren't saved. But what the rapture does is it initiates the day of the Lord. It is the first step in the day of the Lord the day of God's wrath upon unbelieving mankind. So Jesus is saying this, hey, you know, after this tribulation begins, it's going to be cut short because it's going to be so bad that even the elect will be deceived. But don't worry. 
there's going to come a time when the sun, moon, and stars are going to go dark, and the powers of the heavens are going to be shaken, and the sign of the Son of Man will appear in the sky. His very glory. The tribes, everybody's going to be able to see it. They're going to be mourning because the Son of Man is coming on the clouds. He's coming with power. He's coming with great glory. He's going to send forth his angels, which will gather together his elect from everywhere, the four winds, from one end of the sky to the other. We will be gathered together. That initiates the day of the Lord. This is what Jesus was explaining to the questions that his disciples asked. When Jesus was beginning with the foundation, remember he uh, explained verses 4 through 14, just the big picture of what's going to happen historically. And then when he started getting into detail in verse 15, he said, Therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation, which was spoken of through Daniel, the prophet standing in the holy place, and he starts to explain what to do and what's going to happen. Folks, this is the reason that we must know the fullness and the totality and the wonder of the Word of God. Don't ever cease learning it, okay? Again, I'm Dale. Thank you for your time. I'll see you in the next episode.